0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Paychex Business Series podcast. I'm your host, Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, including Forbes and Entrepreneur and The Hill and The Guardian and a few others. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company. I've teamed up with Paychex, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits and insurance services to bring you real life advice, from real life business owners and industry experts. And in this podcast, we'll talk about the complexities of running a small business and how they're handling the challenges they face. Actually, we're gonna do a little bit different on this one. We're gonna talk about the complexities around the Paycheck Protection Program. I've got with me today, Connor Mikens, who is a compliance analyst at Paychex. Connor, welcome. Thanks, Gene. Glad to be here. Glad to have you on as well. Um, I, I have a bunch of questions for you, but I thought that really we'll throw things out. Today, we're recording this on a Monday. The previous Friday, the president signed into law the uh, PPP Flexibility Act, and um, it has a lot of wide-reaching impacts on a lot of business owners. So your job is compliance. I know you're, you're knee-deep into this. So tell us, Connor, give me, give, give me some of the thoughts on, your, on this act. Let's start. I'll prompt you with a few. One of the things, one of the major things it does is it extends uh, the forgiveness period. Uh, What exactly does that mean and how does that impact a, a business owner?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Gene, like you said, there it was a really wide sweeping uh change that was made, extending that the eight week covered period that was uh in, in the CARES Act. It was extended out to the twenty-four weeks uh for for borrowers. And what that means is they, they now have twenty-four weeks to be able to use their loan proceeds towards eligible payroll costs to maximize their loan forgiveness. I will I will add though, for borrowers who did receive their uh, their loan prior to six five, uh, the enactment of the the Paycheck Protection Program Flexibility Act, they can continue to use their eight week covered period, but they but they certainly can extend out that twenty to the twenty four week covered period if they choose to.
0: Got it. And who do you think this will affect the most? The extension of those weeks, Connor. It really
1: will it really will affect the small businesses that uh, that really could not ramp up their operations as quickly as they liked to. And I I really think by the extension of the covered period, it really shows that uh, this pandemic lasted a lot longer than what everyone anticipated. So uh, specific industries I could see probably uh, uh, like the restaurant industry or any service, really service-driven industries that have the the face-to-face contact, I, I really think that this will benefit them a lot.
0: All right, that makes sense. So, okay, so we've been extended now to 24 weeks for eligible expenses. Tell me about those eligible expenses as well as uh, this new sort of split, the maximum amount that you can spend um, on, on non-payroll related expenses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, in the CARES Act, it, it was originally 75% of your loan proceeds must be used towards payroll costs. Uh, so that was actually reduced down to 60% under the FLEX Act. And uh, on the other side, um, now 40% of non-payroll costs can be used. To, your loan proceeds can be used towards non-payroll costs, and uh, that's that's a really big, uh, be really big item for our clients in high rent jurisdictions, uh, where they can now use more of their loan proceeds towards you know non-payroll costs, such as rent utilities. So that's that's a really big item uh, that that was passed in the Flex Act.
0: Um, some people were asking about um, these non-payroll costs, so. It's at first I thought it was rent just for like your actual office rent, but I think the definition of rent extends beyond that. Am I right?
1: Yeah, you are right, and I think that that really was kind of snuck into the to the text. It, uh, it doesn't really get a lot of attention, but it does appear that there can be uh, the rent can be used uh, rent expense can be used for its personal expenses personal reasons. Yeah,
0: right, and like and also for things like you know personal property, maybe car leases or. Uh, you know, a forklift or something like that. And then um, utilities expense as well. I mean, what falls under that? I mean, is it is considered to be utilities?
1: So you have your internet, you have your, your water bill, your gas and electric. Those are the really big ticket items. And then they also threw in a, a transportation expense under utilities. Uh, it's really not clear what that means at this point. We're still waiting on a lot of guidance. Um, you know, they they were anticipating on releasing some FAQs, uh, about 30 of them. But with uh, the Flex Act passing, the, there has been a slight delay in that. So we are still waiting on uh, some additional guidance.
0: You know, it's it's funny you bring that up. About we're waiting, and there's still there's still lots of questions, but. Now, with, with the forgiveness period being extended for six months now, and you really don't even have to, you've got 10 months after that to apply for forgiveness. You know, I mean, I guess business owners shouldn't be really panicking about all this right now, right? Are they, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so, so there's, there's definitely time. And I think that's one thing that really sticks out to me with uh, the Flex Act or the, the PPP Flex Act is that this really does. Uh, allow for more time for our for our clients and for borrowers who did receive uh the PPP loan.
0: Right, that's exactly what I think. It's just it, it definitely definitely makes things more flexible. Um okay, headcount is the next one. Tell me about the changes there.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, um there was a uh headcount reduction exemption or a few of them actually that that were added to this uh in the flex act. So, um, the, the FTE reduction exemption, it provides that uh, loan forgiveness will not be impacted if the FTE reduction uh, was due to an inability uh, to hire individuals who were employees of the eligible recipient. Right. On February 15th, they're able to hire similar, similarly qualified employees for unfilled positions uh, on or before December 31st. And also, which, which I think is really important, uh, is that And having employees, um, you know, return to the same level of business business activity as before February fifteenth, due to compliance with requirements established or guidance issued related to COVID nineteen. So that that last uh, item, that's a really big one, uh, because a lot of businesses, like we touched on earlier, they were not able to open because of the compliance restrictions or you know guidance issued by the CDC. So this one really gives them that exemption and. um, Will, will help increase their their loan forgiveness amount.
0: Yeah, that really will. And again, um, my understanding is that even if you can't restore your full headcount by December 31st, I mean you can still get some forgiveness, correct?
1: Yes, yep that is correct. Sorry. I just wanted to add that I, I just wanted to add that it's really important to uh, keep documentation. Uh, and I know that's uh, you know one one really key element to this entire process is document, document document. Um, so that's that's really important to, to keep in mind.
0: When we're talking about headcount, what about salaries as well? Is there any requirements for maintaining those?
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so there is a requirement to maintain salaries. In order to maximize loan forgiveness, borrowers, they will have to maintain uh, salaries to the, to the pre-COVID period and any drop in salaries that exceeds 25% of the comparative period That will reduce the amount of the the loan forgiveness. So, but again, now with the PPP Flexibility Act, that does extend out uh, provides a safe harbor extending out to 1231.
0: Yeah, you mentioned earlier about you know maintaining the right documentation. Um, Can you give us an idea of what kind of documentation we would be uh, we should be making sure that we keep in good order for when it becomes time to apply for forgiveness? Uh, I I do know that
1: uh, a a report from your your payroll provider is an acceptable format to to really demonstrate the the payroll costs, but it's also important to keep track of their the their payments for towards your uh, your mortgage interest, your rent, uh, utility payments. So, I believe one of the examples is a canceled check, but I believe you could also uh, use your your bank statements to to prove the the expenses.
0: So, Connor, so, all right, we've talked about getting forgiveness. There's clearly, um, you know, you've got 24 weeks to do this. You've got your payroll and non-payroll expenses. Now there's a, you can have as, as much as 40% of non-payroll expenses account for forgiveness. Uh, you know, you do need to restore your headcount, but what if you don't get forgiveness for all? What, what, what happens to the amount of the loan that is not forgiven? So
1: that's that was one other piece of the the ppp flex act that was uh that was just passed on the on june 5th is that the uh, maturity period it does extend out to five years now borrowers who did receive their loan before uh, the enactment date they would have to go back to their lender and come to terms and agree on the extension of maturity date but anyone any borrower that does receive the loan after 6-5 will, by default, have a maturity date of five years.
0: Yeah, that interest rate is like 1%, right?
1: Yeah, yeah that's right. It's, yeah, it's a really low interest rate.
0: That's great stuff. So, okay, so finally, um, people have asked me about sort of payroll tax deferrals. Um, what do we mean when when the new bill says that you can still defer your payroll taxes, but, but still also participate in the PPP program?
1: yeah so so prior to the enactment of the, the ppp flex act borrowers they could uh they could defer their taxes the uh the social security portion the employer portion up until that the loan was forgiven the irs clarified that back a while ago but now borrowers they can they can qualify for the deferral of the employer share uh, regardless of the loan forgiveness and so now Borrowers, they could defer so fifty percent would be due in twenty twenty one, and the remainder would be due in twenty twenty two. So that that would absolutely um, helps help borrowers save some money during these tough times.
0: So, what do you think? You're a compliance analyst. You're dealing with a lot of this stuff with your with your clients and paychecks. Are you a fan of the Paycheck Protection Program?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I it, I think it's pretty clear that that the program is working. It did, you know, it it's moving very quickly. And a lot has changed since uh, the application process opened on April 3rd. So it is working. You know, the job numbers, they were released last Friday. It was not anticipated that there was going to be a job increase. Rather, they're expecting uh, more job losses. So I think that's a, a testament to to show that it is working. And there absolutely have been times where, you know the the guidance for the loan application process wasn't released until, you know, close to midnight on April 2nd before the the process opened. So that was, I know that was definitely a stressful point for a lot of our uh, banking partners. Overall, I think the program is working.
0: Connor Mikens is a compliance analyst at Paychex. And for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychex COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychex.com coronavirus resources. Connor, thank you very much. That was great information, a great summary of what we need to know about the PPP Flexibility Act. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Thanks everyone else for listening. And we will see you next time.
1: This podcast is Property of Paychecks
0: Inc. 2020. All rights reserved.